Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. We're focused on, obviously, what's right in front of us with Dallas this week. It's going to take a heck of an effort. Let's go! Mike Danger. Do you know who I am? Gene Bataglia. I'm so excited on the path that the Buffalo Bills are taking. They are the team of destiny. I have a take, and I never suck. Bill Belichick, you are not the greatest coach of all time. Yes. It's the truth, and I don't even think he's in the top five. Thursday night football. Draymond Green headed for counseling because Green has been suspended indefinitely. Beyond has scored a Bucks record 64 points last night, then got into heated post-game exchanges with multiple Pacers over the game ball. I think trolling and pettiness like this is exactly what makes the NBA great. 5-1 Colorado. They pull away in the third period with two goals. Gullit brings it out on top. Moves him backhander. Oh, Subban gets the glove on it. And it's over. 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan Rochester I was gonna I was gonna try and make it through the entirety of this afternoon without mentioning the Sabres but yeah, I, Why did Dan DeLorean have to do that to us? Uh, but I, and then moments before we jump on the air and welcome into the sports bar. Glad you're listening along at 95.7 FM and AM 950, the fan Rochester and in the free to download Odyssey app. Also our stream up for you. You can watch the sports bar at the fan Rochester on YouTube and Twitch moments before we, we jumped on the air. I look up and, and ESPN's on in the studio monitor here and it's Eric Johnson weeping. And I'm like, what now I, I, Full disclosure, I couldn't watch last night's game. I only saw the final, and I saw the final. I'm like, oh, God, here we go again. This team can't stay consistent. They have a bad effort and, and you know, just don't look. They, they have nights where they look like they can compete with Stanley Cup contenders. They have nights where they look like the worst team in the league. But I was wondering, like, what happened to Eric Johnson? I know that, you know, he's coming back. I think I have this. I'm going to give this a shot. Yeah, here. let's is, give it a shot. So this is Eric Johnson. Uh, and NHL players quite often will meet with uh, media. At, they call it the morning skate. So morning skate yesterday prior to last night's loss in Colorado. They were so great to me for so long and um, just uh, excited to be back. And Denver is home for me now. So it's just such a great, great place. One of the best cities in the country, best organizations in the league. So um, it was a great run. I'm super grateful. And um you know, I'd probably like to say more, but I'd probably get choked up a little bit if I kept talking. So I'll save it. But I think everyone knows, uh, you know, how how important this organization was to me over the years. You're excited, but I know. Do you have to mentally kind of prepare yourself because you know that tribute is coming in the middle of the game, just to kind of stay focused on the game? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's uh, you know, just give me a minute. Oh boy, here we go. Oh boy, waterworks. I mean, this sounds like a guy that doesn't want to be a Buffalo. Denver is the greatest. <laughs> sounds like a guy who's been given an assignment. You no longer wanted here. Go play in Buffalo. Tr- translation. Did he like Colorado didn't want him back. Right. Like, and I still feel like I have something to prove. And let me join this young and upcoming team. And oh, oh there's, my, there's yeah. value to, you know, him being on the roster in Buffalo. But you're right. It, it, you know, he's talking as if he's a guy who doesn't really, you know, want to not be in Denver. He wants to be in Denver. Denver's a great city. I don't know. I'm sure he said good things about Buffalo in his short time in Buffalo. But yeah, you know, he's getting choked up over. And I don't want to be judgmental. I haven't been in that situation. These guys 
devote so much of their time and energy and effort to their craft and to the city for you know the, the sweater that they wear on their chest. I I don't want to be judgmental, but that sure sounds like a guy who would rather be in Denver than his current life. I think that it's unique in this sense because athletes are not only physically tough, they're mentally tough. And by part of being mentally tough, you're prepared for any situation and dealing with the media. And that's why a lot of them don't give you interesting quotes. They just kind of talk and, and, to not be prepared, not to think about what this situation would be like talking to these reporters you've been facing uh, face-to-face for 15 years and you're coming back and you're getting that emotional prior to the game talking about this great city in Denver. The and tribute all. video that they're going to get for you. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, look, he, he got him a cup. He was a part of some really down years and, and he was part of the highest of highs. So I suppose the emotion is is warranted. <laughs> but the outcome for the Sabres was not a good one last night. No, no, it was not. No, I, um, I, I, I went to bed. Like anytime you give up three goals before you get your first shot on goal. I didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I said, a good night. like I said, I was hoping we could make it through the entirety of the show without really addressing that. Well, it, it's out of the way now. Yep, we ripped the yep, mandate off and yep. that concludes our Sabres talk portion of the show. There today. you go. Now let's enjoy the rest of our afternoon talking bills, talking Cowboys later this afternoon. Our buddy RJ Ochoa blogging the boys from SB Nation. He'll be stopping by the sports bar at 425 and we'll get the latest out of Big D. I love RJ. He has uh, got unique takes about the Cowboys and he has a take here uh, from reading some of his work that he pinpoints kind of the lowest point in recent years being that Thanksgiving Day game that Dallas lost to Buffalo and that was four years ago. And Buffalo wasn't supposed to win that game. No, and, and that really sent the, the Cowboys into a tailspin and that kind of sent Jason Garrett, all right, what are we doing with this guy here yeah. on his way? So, um, But now here they are four years later and all right, who's the best team in the NFL? Is it the Niners? Is it the Cowboys? The Cowboys haven't been in this discussion since when? I'm being honest. Like, Cowboy fans should be excited. And when was the last time we could honestly say, I'm not talking about Stephen A. Summer hype or anything like that. I'm talking honest-to-goodness December football conversation that the Dallas Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not willing to go that far because I think the best team in the NFL embarrassed the Cowboys earlier this season. Correct. But, and and if you're a Cowboy fan, I I think you have – Every reason to feel cautiously optimistic. You get to the postseason, and it might not be what you've become accustomed to, which is the early exit, the choke job, whatever it might be. You could make a deeper run this year just based on how you've been playing. Um, Dak Prescott is having his best season as a pro, and for as critical as we've been or we can be about Mike McCarthy and his past, Mike McCarthy should be in the discussion for coach of the year. He won't be, but he should be. He took on offensive play caller duties. Kellen Moore left, and it's like nobody cares. Mike McCarthy has made Dak Prescott better. He's made that offense better. Mike McCarthy has done a really, really nice job with that Dallas roster and with with the Cowboys this year. Uh, It's hard not to like what they're bringing to the table. They've got a lot to like on defense. You know, it's clear that Dan Quinn could be a head coach in the NFL if he wants that responsibility this offseason. He'll probably get that 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 opportunity again. So they're they're uh, they're rolling, and yet you can't help but think that the Bills are in a spot. We always talk about teams in their spots, right? That the Bills are in a spot coming off a big emotional win on the road against a chief rival, and you're hosting Dallas. And the AFC East is within sight. It feels like a spot where the Bills would take advantage. Funny how Jerry Jones, because Jerry Jones, the one owner who does media, not once in a while, like every week, talking about the importance of this game and basically saying that we have to find some way, realizing, okay, this is going to be a fight, and we caught a break. When was that break? It's not going to be a blizzard in Buffalo this week. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? It's not going to be a blizzard. Wow. You, you, you'd like, be surprised, though, man. So many people outside of our area really think that that's what our life is, is that it's cold and snowy every day for four months out of the year. Or, like, a couple inches of snow means it's a blizzard. Yeah. Like, okay, Colts game? 
technically not a blizzard, but blizzard-like conditions. That was just lake effect. Okay, that, okay, but that was how many years ago? 2017. Yeah. Six years ago, we've had uh, but you have a game the, like that. You have those occurrences once in a while, and if the if the uh, if the right person experiences that, they can they can project it like through a megaphone. Like imagine Armando Salguero coming to a Blizzard game in Buffalo. Right. All he would do is talk about the time he was in Buffalo for a Blizzard game. Right, like certain reporters, owners, players, the ones that are the most vocal. If they have that experience in Buffalo or in Rochester or in Syracuse, whatever it is, they're going to be vocal about it. And then henceforth, we will be known as the place where it only snows for four months out of the year. Um, You caught a break because, I mean, I don't know that anybody caught a break. I mean, the weather for the Bills didn't really help them or serve them in the postseason last year. No, I don't think it means anything either direction. And for what it's worth, they're talking about rain in the second half, which rain, cold, Whoever gets up, that maybe that's the key. Just get up early in this game. Dallas is like, ah, you know what? I <laughs> want them miserable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want Dallas miserable. If the Bills can can have a lead at halftime and kind of continue to put their foot in the gas offensively in the second half, then then I I like it. I like their chances. I like the the chances that Dallas mentally just kind of wear down because of the elements. We'll we'll see how it all shakes out. Of course, Sunday afternoon, and you'll be able to hear the action on the Fan Rochester. Our pregame coverage on Sunday starts right at twelve noon. Uh, week fifteen gets underway tonight. It's another Thursday night prime game. Boo! <laughs> you know, just when you thought you couldn't top Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky. We give you Aiden O'Connell versus Easton Stick. I didn't think it could get worse. It got worse. This, just two seasons ago, might have been the game of the year. Do you remember that? It was week 18, back and forth, and the Raiders win, uh, you know, to, to get them into the postseason. Oh, the, right. The Chargers charge them like, wow, what a fantastic matchup. And maybe the Chiefs are going to be in this division, but we come back the next year. That's a gauntlet. That's unbelievable. The AFC West, more, more, more AFC West. No. What's happened to these two franchises? Well, one uh, traded away their quarterback. They never never really replaced him, right? If you really thought Jimmy Garoppolo was a replacement, no. Um, and the other one got hurt. And Andy Barons will join us here shortly from Yahoo Fantasy because is there anything you would play tonight? I don't even think you want to touch the defense. There's just so much you don't know about tonight on a short week. I'm just stepping back. Well, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver that you probably... Austin Eckler's playing, but he's not playing well. Like, I don't know how Keenan Allen's out for this game. Oh, here's here's what I'm touching. Under, under, under. I want to say the under was what? 38 and a half? 34 and a half. Under 34 and a half. Yeah, I'll take the under mm. on that. That feels safe. I mean, the Raiders, after, you know, putting up zero points in a three nothing scorcher against the Vikings. Uh, I I don't know what Easton Stick is. Nobody really does. Well, it, look, the Raiders look like to me the typical team that has the interim coach, and they get a little sugar high, they get a little bit of a bounce, and then you say, oh, maybe Antonio Pierce is the guy. He's not the guy. Like you know, they should go out and do a full search here and figure out how to you know get that offense going. Interesting note on the NFL's audience when we talk about all of these significant quarterback injuries this season, how it's become a war of attrition. The NFL games have actually generated 17.8 million viewers on average this season, which is the highest number in the league since 2015. I mean, you remember when in the infancy of the sports bar. The early days of the sports bar. Were we, we talking, on, were we talking about political power saying don't watch the NFL? We, yeah, we were yeah. talking in, in fall of 2016. Uh, we had been on the air for just a couple of months. We, we signed on in the summer of 2016, late summer of 2016. And that fall, I remember ratings for the NFL being down and, and plummeting. And, and everybody was, was talking about how bad the ratings were in the, in the league. And now the TV ratings, the NFL is dead. And now the NFL is not dead. We're all addicted. We're all junkies and we'll all watch And Even a game like tonight that features two quarterbacks that are a gigantic Francesa. I, I just don't think, Oh, who cares? I don't think you're going to turn away. I, I'm going to, I'm going to punch it up. <sighs> I don't know. Would you take the holiday movie with the kids tonight? I'll, 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 here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Meet me halfway. 
I'm going to my nephew's holiday band concert in Hilton tonight. Ooh. But that should be quick. Was I, he, I, was he play drums? He's a trombone player. Oh, yeah. nice. I was a trombone player. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny yeah. rocks a trombone. Right. And uh, so I'll go watch Vinny. And then, and then, because uh, I don't anticipate that being a long concert. I mean, we're talking about fifth and sixth graders here. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me an over-under on, on time on that one. Uh, 45 minutes? 30? Hour 15. Hour 15? Sure. They're going to do like four songs, dude. No, no, no. It's not the band. You're going to get the chorus there too, mind you. Oh, the chorus. The chorus and the show choir. Uh, for, for, for fourth or for fifth and sixth graders? Sure. Yeah, th- there's oh. definitely... No, they don't... It's not It's not going to be concert by itself. You're going to get the chorus there. You're going to get whoever's superintendent with their opening remarks talking about the holiday. Yeah, blah, my kids blah, didn't blah. do any instruments, so I, I, this is new. This is foreign territory to me. They, they would do like the Christmas concert where they would sing when they were little, little, like Dude, grade schoolers. It gets even worse when you get high school. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Anybody that's listening to your family, it gets even better when you're in high school, like <laughs> because you get this choir and that choir and this band and the jazz band and uh, all these different things. It's all lumped together in one and parking's a pain. I actually asked him, uh, Vincent, you, you see yourself playing trombone in high school? He's like, nah, I don't know. Oh, I had, in my head, I'm like, attaboy. Attaboy. Here, here's a football. Let's go up back and have a catch. I, I, well, that's not very nice. You have to respect the arts. Because all you'll have is... Oh, the arts. You have to respect the arts. So Hollywood is crawling with outsiders and foreigners. And if we kick them all out, you'll have nothing to watch but football and mixed martial arts, which are not the arts. They gave me three seconds to say this, so... Anyways, Vinny's concert, but you know, I'm saying if it starts at seven, I'm out of there. 830 at the latest. And you're there for kickoff. You can I'm yeah, probably and, missing maybe kickoff. And but yeah. first quarter I'm there. you can punch it up on the Odyssey app and listen on the way home. Like, hey family, daddy's <laughs> I, got the under on this one. If so. I really, really want to <laughs> Yeah, if I really want to alienate my family more than I already have, let's listen to some really bad football on the way home. Um so that's that's night and you mentioned it. Andy Barron's from Yahoo Fantasy stops by here in about ten minutes now. Uh we'll we'll talk about tonight's scintillating matchup and we'll look ahead. Saturday football this week. We got a triple header on Saturday and, and then we get the action on Sunday, which if if, if your uh, league is in the playoffs this year or this uh this week, uh we'll get you some winners. We'll get your roster set. And if you're not in the postseason, so they, you know, continue to play along. You can jock block some some people by taking a player. You know, snatching somebody off oh, no, the waiver no, wire. No, 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 no. We should talk about this, Andy. You cannot do that. It, look, if there's, if you're still in contention for points, yes. If you're still in contention for anything, of course, trying to win. No, no, no. That's this bad etiquette, bad form. That is bad, bad karma. You can't you can't be using your waiver priority <laughs> next week for consolation games. I'm not a quitter. No, dude, you're 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 trolling everybody. Not a quitter. You cannot say this with a straight face. I'm not a quitter. You are you you're you're lying. No, not a quitter. That's like Andy might just if you if you tell Andy that's a good idea, he may never come on the show. I want I want to bring it up to him. I want to ask him what what the proper ruling is here on this one. He can wear his uh, judge robe that he wears on uh, Fantasy Football Talk Live, and and you know we'll we'll get uh, a verdict from Andy Barons from Yahoo Fantasy uh, here in less than ten minutes. Our lines are open, and I believe they're working today. Eight six six four F A N. That's unless Adam from Arondequit calls and blows out the phone line again. Eight six six four three two six. Spitting so much fire, the phones were malfunctioning for a good half an hour afterwards. So Adam comes on. Really fantastic call. We go to break, and coming up next is Sal Capaccio. I'm like, I can't, I can't dial. And they're just looking at me like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I text Sal, can you call us? He's like, I'm not getting anything. It's not ringing. Like our system is like actually kind of goes through some computer. It's all digital, yeah. Yeah, and it just went, went down yesterday. Like, oh, that's fantastic. Here, while you're trying to do a radio show, that's fine. Uh, we just got our producer on. The- oh wait. Anyways. Um, you can join us. 866-4326 is our phone number. 585-866-4FAN. We're also on Elon's Twitter, known as X. At the Fan Rochester, you can correspond with us there. I've got to give uh, props to the Dandelorian, bounty hunter of the finest audio in the galaxy. As we approach take of the year time, I've been saying it since the moment you said it. 
uh, th- that a take of the year nominee has to be your take on the name Jack. However, we I, I was struggling as to when that take was actually unleashed. Jack is not a real name, says Gene Battaglia. And I, I put Dan to task. I'm like, dude, um, I don't know where it is. It's a needle in a haystack. But if you can find it, we need it for take of the year. I, I just wanted to revisit take of the year. When was this from? This dates back to April. Okay. Yeah. By the way, Jack is not a real name. You don't know. That's a take. No, it's it's not. Like, honestly, the name is Jonathan. That's why, like, name your kid Jonathan and Jack is kind of like the way. It, Wait a minute. Jack. Is, Are you saying Jack is short for Jonathan? What, what do you mean Jack is not a real name? You don't name your kid Mike. You name him Michael. Uh-huh. So what's You the, don't name your kid Nick. You name him Nicholas. Uh-huh. So where does Jack come from? Jonathan. Jack John. Comes, or John. John comes from Jonathan. Yeah. Where does Jack come from? Jack comes from John or Jonathan. Really? Jack tweeting us. You said just not a real name. I think you summoned Jack by saying, hey, Jack, by the way, by the way, this guy over here says your name isn't real. That's his take. Jack is probably a Jonathan or John. I I would like confirmation on that from one of our regulars on Twitter. Jack tweeting us. I'm still stunned by Jack isn't a real name. It's a great take. And also, I also like the guys that are named what they're named, but when you look at them, they don't look like their name. Do you know what I'm saying? Hmm. You don't really look like a Eugene, if I'm being honest with you. Okay. You're, I, I, you're, I'm a, what am I, Carl? What no, am I? you're Rick. I'm Rick? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rick is not a real name. Rick Pataglia. Richard. <laughs> you're, you're, not a, you're not Gene or Eugene. You're Rick. Rick Pataglia with me, Mike Danger, here in the sports bar. Jack isn't a real name. And if you have the name Jack, you might not look like your name. Jack that tweets us, though, looks like a Jack. That looks like a Jack. Yeah. Jack, you're cool. But it's not your real name, Jack. We want confirmation if Jack is actually short for, what did you say? Jonathan? John. John or, yeah, John or Jonathan. <laughs> but, uh, but these parents that name the kids Jack, I just, you know. Yeah. It's a strong name. That is taking the year worthy. <laughs> That wasn't from this year. That was from April. That was not from this past April. I want to say that's from years ago. Because from April, maybe if Jack, our Jack, is listening, because I swear that's not from this year. He came up to us at the beginning of this year at uh, at uh, where were we? HFL, and he had his driver's license, and he said, "See, look, we're at the HFL Batavia game." This that year. was this year. Or was that sh- last year? It was this year. It was, eight, it was uh, uh, just confirming the timestamp here that the Dandelorian sent me. It was, yeah, April 19th, 2023. <laughs> Jack is not a real name. Uh, it's a good one. It's a I great st- take. I still think it's uh, it's going to be Maggie Gray for the take. We, we did we play that yesterday, Maggie Gray? We did. Yeah, yeah, this is the one. Like a good take makes you stop in your tracks and go, oh, oh, there's something there. Is it mental, man? I hope not, uh, because if it is, that means that solidifies probably something that maybe Bills fans and maybe the organization doesn't want to face, which is the 13 seconds game might have been the best shot. And I'm not willing to say yet that they're not going to have another great shot at this and that they're not going to have learned from those mistakes in that game and can be better for it. I'm not giving up. This hasn't beaten me down yet. Hell, we're Bills fans. We've been through worse. And I think if a few things can break right and they can start peaking at the right time at the end of the season, why not the Bills, really? I mean, we have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, we still have a great defense despite some of the injuries. I'm saying we now, like I'm suiting up for the team, <laughs> but I, I'm still, I'm still with this team. It's a great take. It's a great take. It was, that was from, uh, oh, when did we have her on? October. Yeah. It was at a time where we're like, okay, what's going on with this team? Mm. And, um, and a lot of people throughout the course of the offseason, you all heard it. The window is closing. Their window of opportunity is closing. The championship window is closed in Buffalo, blah, blah, blah. She's right. If the Bills are getting hot, if they peak here at the right time, the way we think they could here over the course of the next few weeks, and they do make the postseason, nobody's going to want to face Josh Allen with a chip on his shoulder. Nobody. (laughs) I mean, when you look at the war of attrition that is the NFL this year in terms of quarterbacks that are still out there, you got just as good a chance with Josh Allen as you do with anybody. Love that take. 
We'll do take of the year before we close up shop for the year. When's our last show? A week from today? That's it. Can you believe that? Last show is a week from today. All right. We got to get to uh, Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy Sports. We'll set your week 15 lineups, get you a playoff victory in fantasy football next with Andy Barron's of Yahoo Fantasy in the sports bar with Danger and Bataglia. This holiday season, all your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of The Fan. This holiday season, you can get $150 in bonus bets. Right now, any winning $5 money line bet, that's $150 if your team wins. $150. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and you've got a wide range of betting options, everything from spreads to player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike. FanDuel.com slash Mike. M-I-K-E. Kick off the NFL season and join me on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. On 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Fan Rochester Sports Update. Bill's back on the practice field this afternoon. We're waiting the Thursday injury report. In the meantime, Josh Allen speaking on attacking that Dallas Cowboys defense. You can call it a zone um, because they're not really matching guys on, on first and second down, but it plays out like man. So, I mean... A lot of what they do on third down is man. Um, so again, it's gonna it's gonna take some some individual um, battles. And we got to win those battles, and um, you know it's no tough or no easy task when you're playing against a team that's good. It's the Bills and Cowboys 425. The kickoff on Sunday. Our pregame coverage Sunday will begin at noon. We'll talk some fantasy football coming up next. Andy Barons from Yahoo Fantasy joining us in the Sports Bar. Week 15 of the NFL season beginning tonight. It's the Chargers and Raiders from Vegas. Emmerich's in Hartford tomorrow night. Also on the road tomorrow night, the Sabres in Vegas. Gene Battaglia in the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan Rochester. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester.
this isn't how I envisioned it, but um, you know, when they selected me five years ago, you know, this is this is what you want as a kid, is opportunity to go play, and so uh, I'm excited for that. L.A. Chargers quarterback Easton Stick. Yeah, get familiar with the guy who might have the best name in all of sports. Although that sounds more like more like an NHL star's name, or like. More like the dad Dad was looking at the corner of his garage. He saw an Easton stick when his kid was born and thought, oh, that, there it is, Easton <laughs> stick. It's more like a softball beer league name to me, too. For sure. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy uh, joining us in the sports bar. I mean, we're, we're so excited to get Week 15 kicked off with this. Another, just uh, you thought you couldn't top Bailey Zappi versus Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> Easton stick and Aiden O'Connell say, hold my beer, Andy. Welcome back into the sports bar. How are you, buddy? Yeah, you guys are missing all those Bears Thursday night games now, aren't you? Everybody's <laughs> complaining about them. Now here we are. It's Aiden O'Connell against uh, Easton Stick, uh, a guy who is just completely made up. Um, incredible matchup. He's actually, you know, like credit to him that as I've as I've read about Easton Stick, and I knew very little about him, uh, he's, he uh, exited college as the winningest FCS quarterback uh, in in uh, the history of the North level. North Dakota uh, State North University. Dakota State. Only yeah. winners coming out of North Dakota State, buddy. <laughs> he's the guy who had the, the impossible task of following the brilliant career of Carson Wentz. Correct. Uh, the Bison. And he won up to him. He did, he did even better. He's a four-time uh, national champ, so good for him. Uh, he's also probably going to be a rough watch tonight. Yeah, it, rough watch. Like, Andy, fill us in here because uh, we're watching the Bills and Chiefs, most of us, and you're looking at your phone. Maybe you see this. You're like, wait a second. Is, is this still scoreless? What is going on there? Like, what has happened here to this Raiders offense? We know the Chargers offense. Okay. Um, I guess I'll ask the question tonight. <laughs> Devontae Adams, if he goes, is what are you playing tonight here? Or is it just better just not to play anybody at all? Yeah, this is, this is really a rough one. And actually I will say that, that, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to talk about injuries this way, but injuries have, have taken some guys out of the equation this week. And it's a, and thank goodness, right? Like we don't have to wrestle with the Keenan Allen choice. Um, when, when Keenan was going to be tied to a quarterback that most of us are, are, are just learning about. Right. Um, and didn't look that great last week. Uh, so you don't have to worry about him. Devonte, you at least have a cover if you want to send Devonte to the bench, right? Because he hasn't practiced this week. He's been ill. Sounds like he's going to play. Um, I'll tell you that in the in the few places where I actually have Devonte Adams, I don't I don't have a good backup option, so I've got a plan. Um, but that quarterback situation has gotten pretty bad. And obviously, uh, earlier this week, you know, Coach Pierce was noncommittal about who was actually going to quarterback that team. Aiden O'Connell might not make it through the game, which, you know, maybe that's fine. Um, he has been great. They are coming off a game in which they did not score. <laughs> yeah. no, you know, there's nothing exciting about that. And then if, if Josh Jacobs can't go tonight, which is a real possibility, then we're looking at some combination of Amir Abdullah and Zamir White. Zamir White has been like a really good preseason player who barely plays in the regular season. So, um, it is it is very difficult to handicap this game, except to say that you can take unders across the board and not expect much. Uh, Andy, we, we, Saturday is going to feel like a Sunday. We've got a triple header, and it starts with the Vikings visiting Cincinnati. Jake Browning feels and looks like a starting quarterback. Are you are you prepared to to continue to push forward with your Bengal assets, knowing that Browning now has a couple of wins under his belt? Yeah, pretty pretty big relief uh, given the quality of, of Browning's play because we thought that you know everybody was just going to crater on the Bengals side, and that hasn't been the case at all. Um, you can play Chase, you can play Higgins, you can certainly play Joe Mixon. He looks great. The kid out of Illinois, the running back, the rookie running back, Chase Brown, has looked fantastic, um, and he's you know he's one of those guys who, who spent a little bit of time on IR. And, and so he's got fresh legs now, right? Like, and he looks it. We get one or two of these rookie stories every season where um, they really get unleashed late in the year and they look like they, they are just operating in a different gear than anybody else on the field. Um, he, was a, he was a tremendous collegiate player who just gave it to everybody in the Big Ten. So I've, I've been really impressed with him over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, Browning has been near, nearly flawless um, two weeks ago. And then he backed it up pretty well uh, last week. So, 
more difficult matchup here against a Minnesota defense that just rarely gives up points these days. Um, so it's a tough spot for him, but you can feel pretty good about, about you know, there's, a, there's at least a soft landing for your Cincinnati fantasy assets. Yeah, Andy, also one of those games, this will be the night game, Detroit hosting Denver. And if this was six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, be like, yeah, start everything out of Detroit. But I, it, or is the reason, any reason for concern what you've seen here out of Detroit recently? Is this a team that might be fading down the stretch? Or do you view this coming up Saturday night uh, with them being home against a, a defense that, you know, at times has sputtered? Is this a get right spot for Denver or for Detroit? Yeah, it's, um, you, you know, it feels like a fade. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say that. And Detroit, Detroit has a, yeah, they got some pretty frisky opponents down the stretch too. So this is, this is going to get a little dicey. They've got the Vikings out there in a game that could really come down to like maybe even the division. Um, it's a, I, I don't feel great about the Lions. You can't sit Amon Ross St. Brown because he just gets peppered with targets. The guy, the guy you can sit is Jared Goff because Jared Goff hasn't been playing clean football lately. He's been giving away the ball. Um, it hasn't been, it hasn't been perfect. And Denver's defense, which has been vulnerable for most of the season, has at least gotten right against, against the pass for the most part. They're still very generous to opposing tight ends. So you can play Sam Laporta. They are super generous to opposing rushers. So I think you can still play Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery with confidence, but um, they have been pretty stingy overall against the pass. So I think Goff definitely has to go to the bench here. Andy, uh, the Chiefs are traveling to Foxborough. Uh, they're favored by just over a touchdown against New England. Given how the Chiefs are playing, I don't know that they're they're deserving of being favored by uh, over a touchdown over anybody. And, and the Patriots kind of looked a little bit more like what we've known the Patriots to look like against, albeit a bad Steelers team, just last Thursday night. I, I'm curious about some of the matchups uh, that we could exploit here in this game because Isaiah Pacheco hasn't practiced yet. So what does that mean for Clyde yeah. Edwards-Alaire? And, and then on the other side, do we know anything about Ramondre Stevenson's long-term availability? Is it going to be another Zeke week for the Patriots? Because if you took the chance last week, it, it, it paid off. Yeah, it is. It is almost certainly going to be another Zeke week. We still haven't seen Ramondre back at practice. Um, it would be a little surprising to me if he miraculously were able to go in this one. So I think I think you can start Zeke with confidence. I don't like you can start Demario Douglas in a full PPR. I think on the New England side because he he's he's just seen a ton of targets, and you can you can kind of pencil him in for six or seven catches. Beyond that, I wouldn't get too aggressive with uh, with anybody on the Patriots side. I, I you know something we talked about last week, and it uh, it surfaced in the in the Chiefs game. I mean, they just gotta. They just got to funnel targets to only Kelsey and Rasheed Rice yes. and, maybe, and maybe Jarek McKinnon and nobody else because it just simply does not work when they put other players right. Like the the we went over, I went through the passer rating uh, when targeted uh, for you know for Sky Moore. It's terrible for MBS for Watson. It's it's just terrible. Nothing is working outside the top two guys. So you'd love to see them focus there. Well, Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy is our guest. Andy, a lot of our talk in a real football sense here in Western New York. Hey, can the Buffalo Bills actually catch Miami? And the thing that helps Buffalo in that regard, hey, they played last week of the season and head-to-head, they would get the tiebreaker. From a fantasy standpoint, would help Buffalo out is actually if the Dolphins lost to the Jets. And um, they got really banged up. Not only lose against the Titans, coming out of that game, Tyreek Hill we're going to monitor, uh, certainly eight Chan with uh, the toe injury we're going to monitor. So while we're monitoring all this other stuff, what do you do with the healthy parts of that offense right now fantasy-wise, Andy? Yeah, listen, um, A-Chan is a loss, but they have such depth at running back, and Raheem Mostert has been incredible this year. Like, it's wild that Raheem Mostert has made it this deep into the season, too, because the thing that we always traditionally worry about with him is injury, and here we are. It's week 15, and he's still with us, and he has 18 touchdowns. Like, he's been He's been absolutely great. So the run game is still in force um, and you can run against the Jets. It's very difficult to pass against them. But, you know, the thing with Tyreek is that he did return to that game last week and I wouldn't expect him to practice much. Um, but he but he did come back into that game, not for his full complement of snaps, but he played plenty. 
Um, that's a really good sign. Also, the fact that he's chasing history is a really good sign. He's still on pace for 2,000 uh, receiving yards on a year. So I'd expect him to go. And he's also, like, his best trait is just something that can't be matched by a defense, and it's really difficult to counter. He's just the fastest man in the game. So, um, I like, he's he's almost impossible to simply stop. So I, I think you go ahead and play him with confidence. You certainly play Mostert with confidence. Um, all of a sudden, the Jets seem kind of frisky, though, right? Like, yeah. Zach Wilson was really good a week ago. Um, Brees Hall is back. Garrett Wilson has been as good as anyone could have possibly expected, given the rogues gallery at quarterback. So um, they're they're a tough opponent. I mean, you might get what you need this week, at least out of at least out of the Jets. There's a matchup uh, in the early window on Sunday that doesn't have a real sexy over under, but there's something about this matchup that screams to me. That, that, that there might be some points. And I'm talking about the Saints hosting Tommy DeVito. Hey. <laughs> he's Italian. You know he's going to go in there and get the win. Is there something to be said? Is there any kind of hidden fantasy gold in the matchup between DeVito's Giants and, and the New Orleans Saints? I Well... Okay, one one thing that we can feel pretty good about is it seems like Taysom Hill is going to return. Good. Um, and, and that's exciting on the Saints side because he's He's a little bit of a cheat code at the tight end position in fantasy because, you know, the guy, like his last healthy game, he had something like 15 touches. Um, he has a passing touchdown, receiving touchdowns, rushing touchdowns this year, right? Like he's doing all the things. Um, so he's somebody who, like, if he's, if he's going to, if he's going to do the usual Taysom Hill thing, he's a top five fantasy tight end. So that's exciting. Uh, on the Giants side, they make it Darren Waller back. That's a little something. Um, it's been pretty spin the wheel in that receiving core, though. I think the one guy that you can trust to always catch four, five, six balls is Wandale Robinson. Everybody else is basically a dice throw, however. And so closer to home for us, and you know everything's fine since the Bills won this game, but... Stefan Diggs was not really valuable in terms of helping your fantasy team win last week, although he did have 11 targets. So, Andy, the, the new offensive coordinator in Buffalo, Joe Brady, and the idea that they want to get more players involved, does that knock down Diggs in any way in the rankings this week or looking ahead uh, to further in the playoffs? Yeah, if if people want to worry a little bit about the Cowboys defense, I think that's fine. But Diggs Diggs has seen eleven targets in back to back games and like you know, he's just he's just a week removed, a game removed from scoring a touchdown. I'm not I'm not as scared as all the I, I don't know, there's a lot of worry about Stephon Diggs right now. I write a weekly feature called the Panic Meter and a ton of people wrote in this week about Stephon Diggs. But this is that's a function of the time of year. You know, everybody gets so hung up on you're, you're never more vulnerable to recency bias than you are right now. Um, as we enter the fantasy playoffs and, and you, you know, you demand that your players um, give you a touchdown in a hundred yards every week. And if they don't, you start to freak out about them. Um, I, I still feel like the workload by and large has been there for digs. Um, and we've seen that this Dallas defense, even though it's, you know, it can be vicious and it can be opportunistic um, the, the best wide receivers have gone off against them, right? Like, um, they're still giving up, you know, 80 plus yards to, to the Eagles receivers. And they're still giving up, you know, big totals to pretty much, pretty much every alpha receiver that they face. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't sweat it too much with Diggs. I still think he's a wonderful player. I still think he's, you know, top six, seven at the position overall. So I'm going to, I would just feel sick if I, if I actually sat Stefan Diggs for I, like, that's the other thing. Who are you going to sit him for? You're going to, you're going to sit him for Rasheed Rice. Yeah. You're going to sit him for, I, I don't like, I don't, there's just not any, there's not many guys that I would st- sit Stefan Diggs for. I just think he's a, he's too good a player. Um, and they'll figure it out. Andy, I'm curious about Monday night. It's a compelling matchup, but wondering how the Eagles bounce back from losing at Dallas and what we can expect from AJ Brown, Devonte Smith, Deandre Swift against that Seahawks defense. Yeah, um, this is a this is a really fun game with a ton of fantasy implications. Obviously, because you know that I will t- I will say first of all that the Seahawks um, their schedule over the closing week uh, over the closing weeks really sets up well. Um, Philadelphia has been super generous. It's just not the defense that we thought it would be. Right, they're giving up a million fantasy points to opposing receivers, quarterbacks, tight ends, everybody. Um, so DK Metcalf can go off in this one. Lockett can go off in this one. It would be better if we got Geno Smith at quarterback, but I but I think Drew Locke is good enough to, you know, make, perhaps not win a game, but at least support a couple of viable fantasy receivers. Um, and then it's really a smooth sailing for the Seahawks down the stretch. So um, they're in a they're in a great spot. They need this game. 
anybody can beat Philadelphia right now, I feel. So um, this is going to be really a good one. Um, you can run the ball at will against Seattle. That's That's been a major vulnerability. So could be a get-right spot for DeAndre Swift, although he's been, by and large, a disappointment since September. Yeah, as uh, Andy, uh, if you can settle on a you know a debate we were having, Andy, here. we're going to ask you to put on your judge's robe, get out that powdered <laughs> wig. Wig. <clears throat> it's playoff season. Uh, some of us are advancing. Some of us are playing in the consolation brackets. Might danger. Regardless, uh, <laughs> I, I am not a quitter. Uh, I don't think anybody should quit in fantasy football. That if there's a matchup to be had, that's a matchup you want to win, which means you go after who was on that waiver no, wire. You no. get the guy that's going to optimize <laughs> your lineup. I've got a guy over here that thinks that's, that, that's foul play. And it's not jock blocking if you're trying to get the W week in and week out, even if the game's are kind of meaningless. So here, here's the thing. Um, if you play on Yahoo, we have a million different ways that we like, you know, we kind of needle you throughout the season, right? We're giving you, we're giving you lineup grades all the time. We're, we're changing your status between like diamond and platinum yeah. and gold and whatever else. Right. So like there are other things to play for on the, uh, the platform. Um, I get that. I generally think that um, as a courtesy it is nice when the when the consolation bracket teams um, stay out of the waiver mix. I think it's fine to then add players after waivers run. Um, it's a little aggressive to do it uh, if you're a consolation bracket team, but uh, you know, so many leagues now have like last place punishments, or you may have a higher buy-in for finishing in last place. So. If it's a situation like that and you are incentivized to sort of run through the tape at the end of the season, I think you got to do it. I don't need those incentives, Andy. I just want to win every no, week. No, 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 no. See, like that's the one. I think the commissioner at the beginning of the year should have the foresight like, okay, once the they playoffs should. start, okay, you want to play in your consolation, great, but your roster is frozen. Yeah, I'm commissioner, no fun. We're not going to have any no. fun and we want you when you lose, no. you lose. You're out. No, no. no. Stop playing after week 14. <laughs> Andy, I'm still alive in a guillotine. This is like so much of a fun oh experience. God. Yeah, it's like it's like playing daily fantasy now. Like I have two guys that I started off with. So like <laughs> actually kind of in a way it's selling me on the joy of daily fantasy here because now I'm just it's like, wow, I could just have all these players, all the best players yeah. here and go at it. Yeah, it's almost it's almost DFS with like an unlimited budget, right? Like if you actually make it to the end of the season, I I, I never do. Um, I've always had fun with it. I think it's a really fun format. I think it was a great idea um, whenever it originated. Um, but I'm 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 about as good at that as I am at like Survivor <laughs> football. I just I just never win the thing in the end. I always I always spend my money too early. Um, yeah. I make, I make a few mistakes along the way, but I have made it, you know, pretty deep into November before, but I don't think I've made it to December in a guillotine yet. Andy, uh, it's always great catching up with you here in the sports bar. Uh, Want to make sure everybody knows about what you got going on tonight before kickoff on Prime. Yeah, um, lo- love talking to you guys. Uh, we have Fantasy Football Live. It's, it's going to run for 75 minutes tonight. Uh, we'll get started around 7 p.m. Eastern uh, and take you right up to kickoff. Uh, sit star questions, uh, all kinds of all kinds of fun, all kinds of late-breaking news, so please check us out. And I'm not making it up. You do have the, the judge's robe and the powdered yeah, I've wig. Seen I've that, seen yeah. it. We've seen it before. I mean, it's got to make a comeback at some point, right? I don't I don't break out the wig weekly. I don't I don't break out the gavel weekly anymore, but I do have it handy for um, you know, important situations as call. they arrive. Oh, very good. <laughs> Andy, appreciate the time, man. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Andy. Andy Barron's Yahoo Fantasy joining us in the sports bar, giving us some advice here as we get ready for week fifteen, which gets underway tonight. The Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, the how- under. Hit the under. What's the uh, over-under on grumpy Al-isms tonight? Oh, the week that he found out he's not going to call a game for NBC? Yeah, he's going to be grumpy. He gonna be well. The only the only saving grace is he's in Vegas, so yeah. you can get a good steak in Vegas. Not he, a lot of vegetables. He can go play the tables afterward. Yeah. He probably can enjoy himself a little bit. This was I thought originally this was in L.A., but remember this time last year was Raiders Rams. Uh-huh. He's complaining about the PA. Let's like you know, old man yelling into the cloud sort of stuff. Yeah, Grumpy Al. It was Grumpy Al uh, being just upset at. The, the PA guy at SoFi. It's hard to tell what the crowd is right now. I think mainly Raiders a little bit, but they, you have a, 
a PA announcer here who incessantly screams whose house, and he wants them to say, well, no, no, I hate it. He wants to say, he wants them to say Ram's house, but as far as the Raiders are concerned, well, this is kind of like their Airbnb. Now, I don't make uh, a habit of watching all of the LA Rams home games. I don't know that I'm hearing whose house as much as I used to since Al made that declaration. Well, remember, it could be just the way that television mixes the audio to like, you know, maybe it was just that night that was coming through on the Amazon feed. It could have been. Oh, oh, here's an idea for Amazon. Why not this guy tonight? Blitz is picked up. Jones is open. Jackpot, baby. Vegas touchdown. This time, no doubt. Put it in the W column, baby. This one's over. I mean, if you want to brighten up a dull matchup and you're worried about grumpy Al, I mean, Brent can be grumpy, but he ain't grumpy when he's calling a game, baby. Can we just bring him back for one encore appearance? Why? Who wouldn't like that? Like, you're bringing in baby Noah. Legend. You know, for like, Noah Eagle's good, but I'd rather hear Musburger. He's one a legend. Le- yeah. We can share a cold one and maybe a win or two. Love that guy. All right, we got to get to a break here. Come back. Blogging the boys, RJ Choa at SB Nation. He'll be stopping by the sports bar here uh, right around 425. We'll get the latest out of Dallas and continue to preview this matchup between the Bills and Cowboys. 425 Sunday afternoon. You'll be able to hear the action on the Fan Rochester with our pregame coverage getting underway at 12 noon. That's on the way next in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C Odyssey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 